Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show. Just a single story, a few minutes long in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story. And of course, we bring you a few of these bites each week in preparation for our full Thursday, hour-long episode drop. This Thursday, join us for a terrific story, a rollicking tale from Bill Lepp, the wonderful West Virginia storyteller. Join us in the Appleseed studio to share a story for anyone who has ever ridden a bike down an insanely treacherous hill and who hasn't done that, right? It's also a story for anyone who has fallen in love as a kid and who hasn't done that. Join us on Thursday for a story called Fire Bike. You won't want to miss it. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by uh, our producer, Brian Tanner. Brian, thanks for joining me. Yeah, it's good to be here. And when you said insanely treacherous hill, <laughs> it, that's that's exactly how I would describe the hill that I grew up on and my parents still live on. And my solution to the bike problem was yeah. go another way. <laughs> I was not taken on that hill. So, no, you were yeah. not. You were not the kid who, on purpose, no. does the stunt. Yes, right? but that is very much what the story is about. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, what are we going to hear on today's Appleseed Bite? So I've got a story today called Bear and Brown Squirrel, and it comes from the teller James Bruchak. Um, and it's from a collection he has called Northeastern Native American Animal Stories. Oh, great. Uh, he's from the Abenaki Nation yeah. um, in Vermont. And I I really like this one. I like animal stories. You know, <laughs> I know my, my daughter's going to like this one. She loves animals. <laughs> but um, I, I like it, too, because it's a story where it has a really good message about it, yeah. about like pride and recognizing your own limitations. Right. And um, and as you listen, th- there's a moment that I love where Bear realizes, oh no, I might be in over my head, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he kind of goes forward anyway. So yeah. I, I like that moment. Listen for that. Animal stories, as we often say, are really people stories. Exactly. Right? And yeah. you'll see yourself, you'll, you'll probably see yourself as either bear or squirrel, but you'll also probably see a little bit of yourself in either one. In both, exactly, yes. (laughs) Here's Bear and Brown Squirrel, told for you by James Bruchak here on The Appleseed. This is the story of Bear and Brown Squirrel. Long ago, Bear used to like to walk around and brag about himself. Bear would walk around and say these words, I am Bear. I am the biggest, I am the strongest animal in the forest. I am Bear. I can do anything. Well, one day long ago, Bear was walking through the forest saying those same words. I am Bear. I am the biggest, I am the strongest animal in the forest. I am bear. I can do anything. Well, just then, a small voice spoke out from the top of a tall tree. It said, Can you do anything? Well, bear looked up in that tree, and there in the top of that tree was little brown squirrel. Bear was insulted that such a small animal would question he, Bear. And Bear looked up in that tree and said, Yes, I am Bear. I can do anything. Well, 
That little brown squirrel wasn't going to miss an opportunity. And that little brown squirrel climbed down from that tree and stood in front of Bear. That little brown squirrel looked up at Bear and said, Hmm, so you say you can do anything? Well, Bear looked down, and Bear was getting even more angry. He looked down at that brown squirrel and said, Yes, I am Bear. I can do anything. Well, that little brown squirrel looked up and smiled and said, Hmm, if you can truly do anything, can you make it so that the sun does not come up? Hmm, Bear thought about it for a moment. That was a pretty big demand, even for Bear. But once again, Bear didn't like being questioned by this little brown squirrel. He looked down at brown squirrel and said, Yes, of course, I can do that. I am Bear. I can do anything. Then make it so, brown squirrel said. Make it so that tomorrow the sun does not come up. Well, just then, the sun was starting to go down for the day. And so Bear, Bear walked out into a big field. Bear walked out into that field and looked at that sun that was slowly disappearing behind the horizon. Bear looked at that sun. Bear pointed at the sun and said, Sun, tomorrow you will not come up. And he growled at the sun. Well, that sun just slowly disappeared behind the horizon, as it always does. And Bear, Bear turned back over to Brown Squirrel and said, You see, the sun is scared of me. It is running away. Tomorrow it will not come up. Well, little Brown Squirrel just smiled and said, We shall see. Now, that night, Bear and Brown Squirrel, they sat next to each other, waiting to see if in the morning the sun would truly come up or not. And as they sat there, they both sang a separate song. Bear sang this song. The sun will not come up. The sun will not come up. Meanwhile, Brown Squirrel sang this song. The sun is going to rise. Ooh, the sun is going to rise. Ooh, the sun is going to rise. Ooh. Well, both Bear and Brown Squirrel, they sang their separate songs all night. And when it got close to that time when the sun usually comes up, they sang even louder. The sun will not come up. The sun will not come up. The sun is going to rise. Ooh, the sun is going to rise. Ooh. Well, just then, Guess what happened? The sun came up. And little brown squirrel began to laugh at Bear. Little brown squirrel said, <laughs> I knew you couldn't do everything and anything. And Bear, Bear began to get very, very angry. And Bear looked down at brown squirrel and said, Yes, it's true. The sun did come up. But you won't live to tell anybody about it, because I'm going to eat you. And Bear, he put his giant paw right on top of that little brown squirrel and was just about to scoop him up and eat him in one big gulp. 
But that brown squirrel did some quick thinking. That brown squirrel spoke from underneath Bear's hand and said, Oh, oh, Bear, please, just lift your paw for one moment and let me apologize to you and admit you are right, and then you can eat me. Hmm, Bear thought about it for a moment. It would be good to have an apology from this silly brown squirrel, he thought. I will do that. I will lift my paw up, let him apologize, and then I will eat him. And so Bear slowly lifted up his paw. But instead of apologizing, that brown squirrel ran as fast as he could towards his hole. However, although brown squirrel was very fast, bears, even though they're very big, bears are fast too. And Bear took his giant paw and reached right after that brown squirrel and was just able to scratch him right down the back. Four claw marks right down the back of brown squirrel. But Brown Squirrel got away with those claw marks, went into his hole, and Bear couldn't dig him out. Now, it was almost winter time, and Brown Squirrel, he had all of his nuts and other food stored for the winter. So he just went down in his hole, curled up, and went to sleep. And Bear, not feeling half as good about himself as he did a moment before, kind of ambled off into the forest, looking for a place where he could sleep as well. It was a long, long winter. And both those animals slept for a long time. And when the springtime came, that little brown squirrel came up out of his hole, and he turned around and looked at his back, where those claw marks were. And where those claw marks were on his back, the hair had grown back in black and white stripes making that brown squirrel the animal that we know today as chipmunk. Now, that chipmunk, when he got up from that long sleep, the sun was just starting to rise for the day. And chipmunk got up into the top of the tallest tree. And he still does this every morning as the sun rises. Chipmunk got up in the top of that tree and began to sing in chipmunk language to that sun that was rising. And you know what that chipmunk still says to this day? The sun still comes up. Who? The sun still comes up. Who? And guess who the last animal is up in the morning? Bear. Because Bear is sick of being reminded that even he cannot do everything. Bear and Brown Squirrel, a story told for you by James Bruchek. James Bruchek, part of uh, a storytelling family. Uh, James's father, Joseph Bruchek, you often hear his stories on The Appleseed. And, of course, it's a prolific storytelling and uh, publishing family. There are maybe a, a, a hundred books under the Bruchek name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been a pleasure to hear that tale. Uh, Brian Tanner brought it to us. Thanks, yeah. Brian, for bringing us that story. And looking it up, I saw that James even made like a picture book yeah. of, of this story. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, as I was listening, uh, that, there's that little takeaway at the end about Bear, you know, realizing like, I can't do everything, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, I pointed to and before... responding to it by staying in bed. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, that's Which... where I, that's where that's where I discover that I am. Yes. Bear, right? yeah. Totally sensible reaction yeah. to that. I think so. Um, but you know, there's a moment earlier in the story that I pointed to saying where he realized like, uh oh. Making the sun not come up? Yeah. Uh, that's going to be pretty hard. But it, but in spite of that, he said, well, 
you know, I can do anything, <laughs> you know. And it, that kind of made me think of this uh, famous th- thought that shared. It's known as the Serenity Prayer, mm. you know, by Reinhold Niebuhr. Right. Um, uh, and it says, God, grant me the the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of what this story is about, yeah. is is even if you feel like I can do anything, realize yeah. like there there are limitations on yeah. on what a person can do. They they're just can't, they just are. That you know? needs to be rendered in cross stitch on yeah. Bear's wall. Yeah, exactly. And and on mine too. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, this is something that has offered a lot of people comfort. Yeah. You know, in in times of feeling overwhelmed by things, just saying when people feel like there are forces that are beyond my control, just just saying, yeah, there are. Right. But there are things that are in my control. Yeah. And I'm going to worry about those and and do the best that I can with those. Yeah. And I'll just uh, I'll just let the other things go and and hope that things work out for the best with sure. my best efforts. Yeah. 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 I, I, again, animal stories are really people stories. Right. And we walk away from a story like that energized to 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 change in some of the ways that you're suggesting. Yeah. It's such a pleasure to hear that story and to chat with Brian Tanner, our producer. Join us, of course, on Thursday for uh, that terrific story recorded live in the Appleseed Studio, Firebike, a story told for you by the West Virginia tall tale teller, Bill Lepp. You won't want to miss it. Not if you've ever had a bike or ridden down a hill or fallen in love as a kid. Join us, won't you? I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us. For a bite! Brought to you by the Appleseed.